Hello, everybody. Before we start this podcast today, I just want to let you know that I'm not sponsored in any way by any company. There is no ads here. But if you do want to see the products that I promote and the books that I have written, you can see all of that and all of the links to all of my social media accounts and Instagram, YouTube, and so on. All of that is on my website, noticebooks.org. N-O-T-U-S books.org, not us books.org. Hey guys, just me here today. I've got an audience question, and actually I really appreciate this person. She's given me some pretty good suggestions so far. The question is, at what point will community building online become counterproductive? So much internet usage today, ironically the most from folks that profess a love of nature and a return to tradition. So this is basically just iterating the point that, you know, a lot of us truthers or natural leaning people, people who are trying to sort of get away from all the bad parts of society, where we end up spending a lot of time online. A lot of us do. Well, it's true to a degree, but of course, we're only going to see the people that are online. I know quite a lot of people who are not online, and they definitely are the type of woke people. Usually they are the more aware people, specifically aware in the sense of their own personal well-being. And there's a lot of people who have chosen not to enter an online lifestyle, probably just by seeing what it has done to other people and maybe experiencing it themselves and experiencing a really, really tough time staying off of it if they have it. A lot of people have chosen to go back to a simpler phone, not even deal with a smartphone. I mean, it's there's pros and cons, right? So this is my point of view. I mean, I think it is counterproductive, but I think it's like, It's like marijuana, basically, you know, marijuana can enhance your creativity and productivity if you already are productive and creative, and it can also enhance your laziness and lack of productivity as well. And so can the phone, you can use it or it can use you. And there really isn't much middle ground on that. It does take absolute self-control to use the phone for your own benefit. And the phone, internet, whatever, social media, a lot of it can be done by desktop. I absolutely think it's beneficial. It's completely changed my life. I mean, I'm coming from the regular world where we didn't have social media and you had to do work. Like, even if it was computer work, you're still, you're working for someone else, basically. It's, it's now it's so easy to live your own life through online. You can harness online to acquire a lifestyle it's an incredible incredible thing i almost never have to go to a bank for any reason or anything like that everything's automatic it's sweet it's amazing and growing up without it this is it's still mind-blowing to me it's it's still wild just thinking about you know the fact that we can operate this entire thing from a computer in our pocket and that's phenomenal but you can easily fall into the trap too of it stealing time right usually It takes a lot of time to build anything, to do anything with discipline. And I know a lot of the people that are asking me like how to, how to do it, how to crush it online. They're mostly young males and I have a really hard time imagining myself in in their shoes because we didn't grow up with this time wasting device, right? It can be a great device, but it can be a time wasting device. And yeah, we all know a, a little bit more now. We can all look up things easily arguments in real life are much different now you know i remember standing around just with a bunch of people and just talking about what if and wondering about facts but we don't have a computer in our pocket to look up those facts so a lot of times we're just guessing 
And now it's the same thing. We just look it up. Hey, what do you think this person's worth? Boom, type of Google net worth. They're worth exactly 62 million on paper. You're like, okay, wow. That's cool. It's a, it's a modern thing. You know, you could spend all day doing that. Some people do. It's, it might be good. I mean, like I tell people to devote years to reading. If they don't know what to do, if they don't know what their business idea is, if they don't know who they are, all this stuff they should really devote to study. And the phone and the internet can be a way to accelerate that. But I do think there is something much more inherently valuable in hard copy and uh, something more personal about the, the learning experience. Also now being sensitive to radiation myself and in the radiation business and just knowing what it what it does and how it can slow us down itself, I really can't say that reading an article online, even on a desktop computer screen or a screen with a blue shield on it or something like that, I still can't say that that's better than reading paper. I don't think the paper is going to damage our eyes in any way. And I don't think damage in the sense of long term. It's just like it's reading on paper doesn't strain our eyes the way that reading on any screen does. Just there's no getting around that. And holding an electronic device, that's never going to be better than holding a book, in my opinion. So, I mean, if you're going to do this study, it's it's worth doing it in book form and online form. You can supplement the the real learning with internet learning looking up quick facts videos videos can be very valuable audios audio books podcasts these are particularly valuable because you can also do other things while you're listening to them you know hopefully you have something productive to do but even if it's washing the dishes you know just even if it's just doing your chores it's better to cram some learning in on top of that so you know, technology en enables this. This is a benefit of technology. You can walk around and listen to audiobooks and you can learn on the go. You can learn while you're doing your laundry, right? Normally, I mean, in the old world, in the old personal development world, a lot of people are, would say, you know, don't pay somebody, or sorry, don't do something that you can pay someone to do, basically. Don't do your own laundry if you can pay for dry cleaning. Don't wash your own car if it's going to take you an hour. Pay somebody else to do it and get business done. Make some sales calls in that time. Do something productive. But with the audiobook thing in consideration, especially in the early years before someone really has their game plan set and their path set, you know, you can still do your laundry and you can actually listen to an audiobook at the same time. And that's, that's quite productive in my opinion. This question was specifically about community building, but communities are made up of individuals, right? So if bad habits are rampant, in the, in the population, like we're all using the phone too long for the wrong reasons, we're all scrolling too much, all that kind of stuff. That's counterproductive overall for the group's productivity. In my opinion, forming groups online is only as valuable as the actions that that produces. I think we've produced a lot of actions in real life, particularly with people forming better habits for themselves. That's a big part of our mission. And that's also a big part of our business, right? We're promoting things that give us more control over our health, over our life, over our time, over our money. You know, I don't advocate going and just being a part of the system. I do advocate gaining your own power. You know, and this this goes a long way. And this, where is this going to come from, though? Right? It's going to come from the product of actions that are going to take a lot of time. You know, I didn't have a smartphone until I was 24, I think, and I was able to read 10 books a week. You know, three books a day sometimes or work excessively. I was able to get stuff done without distraction. And now, like, I'm literally sitting here and my girlfriend's messaging me right now. I have to put my phone down because it's a distraction. You know, 
like I love her and it goes to my friends too I just called my friend earlier he wasn't up yet he's probably gonna call me back he's probably gonna call me while I'm working it's probably going to be a distraction for my work whatever the relationship is with these people right I grew up in the world where you didn't talk to people when you went to work or school you just went to school and there's pros and cons to everything that was one of the pros you know if you got a problem at home you know if you're fighting with your brother at home or something you know maybe you get bored at home i got bored at home going to school could actually be a little bit less bored going to school could be a little bit less boring and give you something to look forward to new people to see so people think that they can multitask but i don't think we can multitask very effectively i can't do it very effectively i like to wake up and begin work and get into that and i don't want to talk about personal stuff it's distracting you know if i'm painting and somebody wants to talk to me about themselves what's going on with their day i don't care i'm painting right this is uh but this is constant with the phone i don't even have notifications turned on there's only a few channels that can give me a notification to my phone and i still even those are distracting even if it's just with a few people that you're in contact with if you can be in contact all the time this can distract you all the time and I, I believe this is a huge, huge, huge hindrance to overall productivity. I do get a lot done still, and I have to put a lot of effort into controlling the phone. The phone has to go face down a lot. Notifications have to get turned off a lot. Most of the accounts have notifications turned off. I have to have scheduled in time. I do it on a routine. I wake up and then I do this, 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 this in sequence. And then I move on. And especially so that I have these productive blocks of time where I have open communication channels. Some of them I don't. Right, you can't call me in the time that I'm that I'm doing this. I'm blocked off. And this would go for anything. Uh, writing, you know, you need to get writing done. It's a lot easier when when you don't have a phone in front of you. You get the phone away from you. Right. On this is on top of the phone having some any sort of negative physical effect. Right. Some people are sleeping with their phones. So can it become counterproductive if it's harming our health? And for sure, it's counterproductive. Even though we're learning things online and stuff, like we're not all liv- living in some utopian place together kind of thing you know so we need communication channels but since we are not physically building some utopia we do each need to play our own role and each one of those roles is going to take a lot of work you know i've been trying to do this influence thing and i don't mean online i mean just in general trying to influence a better world for a long time and most people that do this and dedicate to this and do this for a living basically one way or another they recognize that progress is slow, that it's one brick at a time, and that it takes your full effort to get that one brick in. A lot of the most successful people that I know to this day are still very, very, very absent on the phone. They're not doing that much on the phone. Most of them are using the phone to their advantage, to the maximum. They own websites. They might own apps. They might run much of their business through the phone, especially by talking to their key people who get things done. But definitely, they're into the audiobooks. They're into the information side of it for sure. Utilizing the fact that we have access to information 24-7, that's, that's totally excellent. But letting it get away from, from the master plan, the game plan, uh, that's, that's the biggest disadvantage. And I don't want to go on too long about this, but I would stress severely that anybody who's really trying to get ahead in life, you don't need to delete social media you know i see this too this is the extreme reaction like oh, i can't control it so i'm going to delete it or i'm going to go off for a week i'm going to take a social media detox well i've thought about doing this myself because i do appreciate 
some good time without it, but I don't think my business can handle it. That means I need to go on the phone every single day, more or less. And I'd rather just control it, quite honestly. I'd rather just have it so that this is the time that I'm online. This is the time that I'm responding to people. I'll put my heart into responding to everybody, but then I will move on for the rest of my day and I'll do the other things, the, the things that need to be produced, the orders that need to be handled, right? the personal stuff that needs to be handled. All of that's going to be handled in a window where I am not able to be contacted by customers, etc. And all you need to do is put your foot down on this, by the way. If people know how you are, they're not going to bug you about it. People know they can call me at 5 in the morning. I'm probably going to be up. It's probably actually a really good time to talk to me if you have something really, really important. And they also know it's best done by text. right? If you Maybe you're better on the phone. Maybe you drive a lot. You know, My buddy that I called earlier, I know he, he likes calling on the phone. It's, it's really it's more convenient for him. He's better on the phone than he is on text. I'm not, just because I have to balance so many things, so many different conversations at once. I said we can't multitask, it's true. So I do try and handle conversations one by one, but on text, they're fast. When I'm talking to my friend, it's not fast. And I can't do anything else, actually. I have to put my full focus and attention. You can't have a conversation with your friend and also handle a customer at the same time, handle an order at the same time. It doesn't work. I'm not going to do that. I'm way more liable to make mistakes, and I'm probably not even paying attention to my friend anyway. So that's not, you know separating these things out is ex excessively important and I think a lot of people struggle with that a lot of the um, the criticism about the the new culture the millennium culture and all that is like people sitting around the table all having their phones out that's just a good example of not controlling it what is the purpose of being on social media when you're with other people one of the things I've done in my life is not have a phone bill for such a long time such a long time in the past I had phone bills you know when I was a kid and then I moved, I moved overseas, and I just I got to pay as you go. And I decided that was very convenient, super convenient, but that was all text-based. These are block phones with buttons on them, not screens. So we're just calling people, and if you meet somebody, you get a number. Obviously, you got to call places to find apartments and stuff, so we got a phone. And a phone card, and it's cheap and it's easy. I moved to Australia, and they actually have a cool thing where the caller pays, so if you buy a phone card once, you get a phone number and you can make calls to whatever the month or run the minutes out. And you never actually have to buy another one, but you can't call anybody, right? So people would either call me or text me. You could pay for a text card. It was like five bucks. It was sweet. Or you'd call them from a payphone. This is uh, it's old school, but hey, I've carried this on more or less. You know, my first couple of phones were kind of given to me. I used Wi-Fi. I didn't have any money at that time. I really wasn't going to pay phone bill. And that was it. Started the Instagram journey, started learning about it, started digesting content like Gary Vaynerchuk and, you know, ebooks on how to do social media. And we started promoting businesses online without really using it. And obviously, it's if you already have experience with social media, then that's great. You're ahead. We started cold. I started cold. And I've had to learn how to, you know, conduct myself on social media. Most people listening already have that experience. So, it's, it's quite easy to leverage that into something as, as long as that's planned out and such. But again, I know it's just devastatingly easy to get sucked into it and to spend all day scrolling and just doing useless stuff, even, even being in useless conversations. Like a lot of our business it revolves around conversations. We have to respond to people. We have to be accountable. We have to 
also walk people through a sales process. That's what we do, you know, but we're not caught in useless conversations. If there's people in those DMs that are having time wasting questions or they've been asking the same circle of questions for two years, we're not going to give them a long, detailed, heart felt response. You know, I'm not going to put my heart and soul into it. I can scroll up and see this person's already gotten the same answer more or less 20 times. I can give them a quick response and move on. And the phone stuff, I, can, I still have to spend a few hours a day on the phone at least. But it's it's super productive time, right? This is this is money producing time. This is valuable time. This is we're doing stuff on there that is mattering. I Meaning we're responding to people. We have people to respond to only because the rest of that time was spent on productive matters. We were either doing something, filming something, talking about it in terms of planning things. You know, lots of these brainstorming sessions. Lots of going over the numbers, seeing what needs to be cut, seeing what needs to be promoted more, supported more, etc. There's a lot of work that goes into the stuff that uh, gives you the the right to go on and spend a lot of time on social media. And in my opinion, the main only things that somebody who's serious should be doing on social media is posting and responding. And if they have no one to respond to, you can do the Gary Vaynerchuk crushing it method. You, you can send lots of messages to people. Instagram is going to limit that these days. That's why you got so many ghost accounts doing it, bot accounts doing it. And we've never needed to do that, really. You know, if you put good content out there that people feel, that people like, or that interests people, you will get messages pr pretty much no matter what. And uh, there, is a, there is an aspect of like, yeah, well, if you use the platforms, then you can engage with people there too. You can comment on people's stuff and you can get followers that way. Sure, it depends on what you're promoting, depends on what you're doing. For the most part, I know this person who asked this question initially is a serious person, right? So the, the real situation is that we have a lot of people that are connected online. I know a lot of people through the online world and they look like good people. But when I look at the overall productive output of the group, it's nowhere near as impressive as I would expect. That means that if, because these people are smart, these people are capable, you know, there's lots of woke people online, there's lots of semi-woke people online, there's lots of people with great intentions online, but the work that's actually being done out there is being done by a few very dedicated people. It's an elite club, the doers, and people can join that club. I don't think you can join the club if you're letting the phone use you. The amount of people that are not in the doer club that are also in these so-called online communities, well, I think that's what's holding back the overall group. So I think if we all took this a lot more seriously, meaning took our own personal development more seriously, took our own action plan more seriously, and took the don't scroll concept more seriously, I think we would get so much more done. You know, there's a few accounts. I watch their stuff, by the way. I watch their stories. I like them. I enjoy them. Especially at the end of a long day when my brain's not, I can't do anything else. But that feeling of having exhausted yourself in your work, that's one of the best feelings in the world. Uh, when you feel that you deserve the relaxing time, right? That you deserve the TV time or whatever it is. Right. Some people will just justify a nine to five. They'll come home and say, I've earned this right to now sit around and do nothing and drink beer with my buddies. Nine to five is nothing. You know, five to nine is more like it. And at that time, now you can kick back and you can watch 
your show or your movie or your you know do the relaxing thing spend the time with the kids and all that and if if everything's all good then this doesn't matter but most of the people that are asking this is not all good in their personal lives and the person that was asking about these online communities this is because we're trying to promote things that are actually going to change the world they have the potential to change the world we're talking about you know major institutional changes and major habitual changes but really the fact is that if everybody ate like us consciously the vegan or not vegan it doesn't matter if they ate consciously the world would change if everybody supplemented the healthcare industry would go out of business right uh, all all the other topics that you could name hidden history some of us are interested in well if enough of us were interested in the truth then we wouldn't buy the bs and they w we wouldn't allow them to teach our kids nonsense and that kind of stuff these things would just happen naturally the world we want would be a natural consequence of the actions of the way that we live now the problem is i just know for a hundred percent fact that a lot of the people that are promoting positive things are not fully living that or or they are not doing enough to promote that or influence others in that right doing it yourself is great and if we all did it ourselves the world would change that's great but the problem is the world doesn't know about a lot of these things yet or they don't believe it yet or there's not enough people on board yet for the latecomers to come and feel comfortable joining these movements or some of these movements have become toxic and become infiltrated you know such as a lot of the new age stuff a lot of people don't want to be associated with it, especially after the events of 2020 and the, a lot of riots and stuff that are supposedly in the name of liberal concepts, which is, they're, they're obviously not, right? So yeah, there's a lot of confusion out there, and it takes a lot of discipline to live this lifestyle and be positive, and it takes even more effort to influence others to do that and to, to keep your chin up the whole time and, and not lose face you know, and, and become a leader and all this stuff. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. And it's phones will be counterproductive until a point that they are productive, visibly productive. And if any, whoever, the person that asked this, by the way, it's tough because I think they're a very, I think they're a very respectable person and they probably do work hard. But there's a lot of people that would actually be listening to this, even out of the like 20 or so called people who I know actually like really take these words into heart. Out of that 20, probably 15 of them waste most of their time. And the other five could probably still gain a lot more from their time. Right? I know there's nobody really more successful than me listening to me. And I know that it took me 10 years at least to gain control over my time without a boss. It's easy to do it with a boss. And it's easy to do it and, and make your own excuse if you work for someone else all day and you're tired at the end of the day. But without controlling your own time, without a job for 10 years... It's so easy to just get sucked into a black hole. And so the most productive times that I've ever been, you know, I, I took things away on purpose, took comforts away on purpose. I already didn't have comforts and I would take away, so I'd say no TV, you know, no phone, time, whatever, whatever it is. For years, I didn't have a phone anyway. So that's how you can get three books a done day, three books read in one day. That's how you can get, you know, many, many, many sales calls done. That's how you can knock on many doors. That's how you can put real effort into creating some sort of content that is going to create some sort of funnel for you. And that still will take probably years is the realistic number. It will probably take years of disciplined application of the actions that you've chosen, the results-driven actions. But at that point, you should be able to measure the actions. So anybody who's listening who can't say with confidence 
Yes, absolutely. My phone makes me money. It makes me my lifestyle. This phone works for me, right? If you can't say that, then the, then the phone is using you is probably the case. Or you're just not utilizing it to its, its maximum ability. But chances are you make your living elsewhere, right? So it's counterproductive to make the living elsewhere and still utilize the phone, quite honestly. to There is community building that is available, but by the same laws, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going a bit long here. But by the same laws of instagram and its networking power because i've said many times that instagram is the best networking tool on earth by the exact same token if you didn't have a phone and you applied yourself to a on the foot strategy whatever it was old school lecture and all that stuff it's still available in america you can still go and do real events of some kind and you still do some kind of real business whatever my point is when you do those things anyways you still are going to be connected with the right people it's just not going to be in the same quantity Right. But if you, if you think about it, I mean, I've been on the circuit and stuff. And when you go to events kind of of any kind, you tend to meet awesome people. It's just sort of a thing. You realize that awesome people kind of are everywhere. They're just sort of hidden. But you got, you got to find them. If you go to the bookstore, you're going to meet, in my opinion, better people than at the McDonald's. You go to the bookstore in almost any town. Just, I can find someone to talk to, quite honestly. I feel quite comfortable in there. So, I mean, there's there's smart people everywhere. There's woke people everywhere. It's a lot easier to find them on Instagram. A lot, but a lot of them are not on Instagram. And a lot of them, you can have such an easier, quicker, uh, deeper rapport when you meet them in real life. So, just saying that. We can give ourselves the excuse of saying, yeah, well, Instagram's amazing. Social media is amazing. But, you know, you can post things on social media still and, and not spend very much time on it, number one. And number two, you could still do it without social media. You absolutely could and you still would meet the, the perfect people that you're supposed to meet because i believe that's how the world works so don't let the phone use you guys is my opinion i think it is counterproductive we've got a great community here and then it's still a lot of people have got to take it a lot more seriously they take their own life more seriously their own health more seriously their own ability to influence others and sell others on the ideas uh, that we have here to make a better world we're going to need a lot of money to do a lot of these things. You know, some of these uh, solutions, in my opinion, are technical solutions that will require infrastructure, such as food. I think there's a, I'm not going to go into detail on this, but I think there's a big problem with the way we grow food. And I think one of the ways to fix that is to grow hydroponic food that's properly nourished in our cities, in high rises, called vertical farming. This is not a free thing. This is, it requires millions and billions of dollars to implement. I do know one such facility, and the person who operates it is operating it with lots of money it's there's lots of capital involved in these types of projects so a bunch of us hippies that are not you know utilizing the modern world to finance our our schemes of making a better world i think we're going to lose i don't think uh, we're going to be able to go out there and live in the wild in some hippie community and i would love to you know but it's it's very difficult you know we have property out there in the in the woods we still need to pay property taxes we still need all kinds of equipment realistically to make life habitable and doing it with absolutely no money is really really not that attractive and just the fact that we are still a minority and the fact that we still need to influence these ideas so many of these ideas out there i expect this to take the rest of my life and i don't expect the world to change that dramatically as a result I expect there to be more when more changes in the positive and negative direction, quite honestly, the way things are looking. Some things we've made good progress on. There's more gluten-free options. More people are, 
aware of this stuff than ever before, food stuff and political stuff. That's all good. But I think we've got a super long way to go. And I think we kind of have to use the phone in order to get this message out, all these messages out. And we're foolish if we don't use the phone to make money, truly. Money, I mean, we can make it without it, without it. We can do a in-person plan. You know, money will come. Money is boundless still. But when we have a supercomputer in front of us that is able to reach the entire world with our propositions, we're foolish not to use it, truly. And it's it's been a magnificent benefit. But I'm still fighting the tide on it, guys. I still fight the uh, the temptation to scroll down. I just can't. I'll look at the first post. Usually I'll like the first post that pops up on my feed just because it takes me, you know, less than a second and a, a like does go somewhere, you know. I think it has some value, some benefit. I might as well like the one, but I try not to scroll really at all. I do fight that temptation. I do fight the temptation to get into personal conversations. I do have to put my foot down with the people that I know and the people I love and the people I respect and tell them that they can't contact, they cannot contact me at any time. Now, no one need to be rude about it. It's just... I cannot make myself fully available or I will not have the ability to do all the stuff that I need to do to be successful in this world. And quite honestly, I don't think you have the time for it either. Chances are. And if you put it down for a while and really, really, really restrict yourself on it and restrict yourself on those pleasures, uh, those those extra time wasting pleasures and whatever, even candy and all that stuff, get rid of all that stuff and focus on the plan, focus on the learning, focus on the actions and reward yourself once you've physically exhausted yourself in, sp in spreading the message and influencing and selling and doing all the stuff that needs to be done once you've exhausted yourself now you can give yourself those privileges back in but you'll notice that once you implement disciplines you really don't want to break them a lot of people will ask you know if i quit junk food how will i get rid of the cravings it's not the cravings is psychological if we have attachment to bad things the attachment will be broke as soon as we switch on to good things, you know, once you go healthy, you don't want a bag of chips. It'll hurt you. You know, that's the most common thing to say. Yeah, I tried to eat junk food again and it hurt me. That's the truth. So when you go on and you waste a bunch of time on the phone, you don't feel good. You won't want to. And you just won't. You will restrict yourself in the future. And you'll have so many other things to do because you've spent that time building the business, building the influence. You'll have all these people to answer that by the time you've answered them, you don't want to spend any more time on the phone. you got things to do. Anyways. That's my rant for today, guys. Appreciate you. Until next time.